until she was behind a weathered barn, out of the driver's line of sight. She looked around for options. As she accidentally trampled a flat of tomatoes awaiting planting, she could almost hear the words her father had repeated over and over again as he had trained her. Paint the picture you want him to see. A cottage with an attached carport stood a good forty feet across an overgrown vacant lot from the barn. She peeled off her coveralls and pulled off a baseball cap, freeing the shoulder-length hair of her wig. Then she picked up a plastic flat of wilting tomato plants. As much as she wanted to dash to the carport, she paced herself, plucking dead leaves from the plants as if she gave a damn. The inside of the carport was old lady tidy, with little more than a silver 1979 Buick LeSabre, a clothes basket filled with canning jars, and a cardboard box with bundles of tied-up newspapers inside. Whoever the occupant was, she wasn't giving her much to work with. The only potential weapon she spotted was an ancient screwdriver with a cracked wooden handle and hand-hewn metal shaft that was pitted with rust. It was too crude to wield smoothly. She chided herself for not going inside the barn, but now had no time to double back. In the past month, she had personally neutralized over a dozen Iraqi insurgents, and she had felt no more than a few fleeting pangs of fear. Now she was breathing hard, and her arm wouldn't stop trembling. She closed her eyes for a second and took a long breath. When she opened them, she grabbed a mason jar and her arms stopped shaking. Camille dumped the newspapers from the cardboard box, then wrapped an old rag around the jar for insulation. She hurried over to the hot water heater. The valve at the base didn't want to turn, but she forced it open and filled her mug with steaming water. Perfect. Shielding her face with the cardboard box, she ran toward the UPS truck. Its height complicated things, and a street scene was out of the question. She would have to strike high so that the driver didn't fall forward and onto the pavement. She banged on the passenger door. Hey, so glad I caught you. The driver slid the door open, and she threw the scalding water into his face. With her gun pointing straight up, she sprang into the truck and jabbed his chest with the hard polymer grip, her body's inertia magnifying the blow. In the split second that he fell backwards, she aimed the weapon. Camille saw his kick coming at her the same instant his sunglasses flew to the floor. The sight of his face made her pause for a moment, slowing her pivot. His foot struck her thigh hard. Stella! he said using her old name, her real name. Break off, it's me, Hunter. He put his hands on the pistol and she let him guide her aim away from his chest. Oh my God. Hunter? It's me, honey, alive and missing you like hell. Why? She stared at him, stunned. Her late fiancé, Hunter Stone, blinked hard as he moved past her to close the door. Without a word, he took her in his arms. She pressed her body against his, yearning for the joy they'd once had. But she knew all too well that death had a way of changing people. 
They left the funeral separately after agreeing to meet up in an hour south of town in the Mark Twain National Forest. Hunter had planned to camp for the night, but Camille insisted upon breaking into an empty fishing cabin outside of Shell Knob that she thought still belonged to her Uncle Chuck. Over the years, she had learned to take advantage of creature comforts whenever the rare opportunity arose. The cabin was perched on a bald limestone bluff over a hundred feet above wide, winding Table Rock Lake, which stretched for miles in front of them, then disappeared into the rolling hills. The sunlight sparkled on the water, diamonds bursting across the silver surface. High above it, gnarled cedars clung to the occasional patch of soil. She picked up some dry needles and rolled them between her fingers, pricking herself then raised her hand to her nose. Nothing smelled more like home than red cedar. God, she missed the Ozarks. She was a creature of these rugged hills.